Hello, adventurers, and welcome to episode eight of the World of Azuria podcast. My name is Beth Ball, and I'm the author of the Age of Azuria epic fantasy series, which we'll be exploring in this show. In some episodes, we'll be swept away into the high fantasy world of Azuria as I read chapters from the novels and stories. In others, we'll dive into some of the lore behind Azuria, and I'll answer your questions about the world, characters, and more. If you enjoy high fantasy worlds, immersive settings, nature-based magic, and vivid characters, then this podcast is for you. For our first season, we're traveling through Aurora, the prequel novella for the Age of Azuria series. In this episode, I read Chapter 7 of Aurora, where we follow Doric in his efforts to not only win, but secure Amelie's affections. Let's start our adventure! An evil presence pulled Doric from his sleep. Something dark moved in the ancient castle. A chilly draft blew in from his cracked window. He wrapped his cloak around himself and stepped out into the white marble halls. Perhaps Amelie had sent something, too, and would come and find him. They usually met for a light breakfast before a walk together, or they would pay a visit to the Adamars in their rooms. He'd grown quite fond of the grinning baby, a lad named Theodric. Doric began to pace the library stacks. The sun rose, the air warmed, and still no Amelie. He sprang forward when the library doors opened at mid-morning. Doric, is that you? Lawrence peered into the library shadows, searching for him. I am here, Master Catch. Had the elderly mage come with a message from Amelie? Doric's heart froze at the sadness on the old man's face. What is it? Is she all right? Lawrence sighed and sank slowly onto one of the leather sofas. I am afraid that certain events have come to light, my young friend. You still haven't said, Lady Amastasia is well enough, Master Thamir, though I think it may be best for you to seek the safety of your own ship. Dorick squeezed the back of one of the plush chairs. Lawrence, you don't understand. She's leaving with me. We've... The maid shook his head. I do not think the lady will be departing for the realms, Master Doric. She is not an explorer like you. I have to see her. Doric straightened his waistcoat and smoothed back his auburn hair. They would talk this over. He would assure Amelie of his love for her, and she could make her decision. Her words from the day before came floating back to him. I cannot give you what you want, Doric. I don't have it. You mistake me, my love, he had said. It is I who wish to give to you. Allow me a chance. Let me try. I won't ask you for more. She sighed, her sapphire blue eyes blazing back at him. You already have. There's more you must know. Lawrence pulled him back to the present. Lord Amastasia has called off the diplomatic endeavors. All of the elves have been asked to leave. What? After all of the work everyone had expended, the relationships formed. He is a jealous man, Doric, and powerful. Even in your extensive travels, you'll have met few so determined to have their way. Lawrence shook his head. You returned light to one of the brightest stars of our court, but that will need to be enough. Please, let me walk you to your ship. Doric clamped the sides of his face and threw his head back. Lawrence, I cannot. I must see her. He threw his arms down at his side, resolved. He would try once more. Please, as your friend. Doric silenced the old man's pleas with a single look, his own eyes burning into those of his friend. 
I will never forgive myself if I don't. Oven lives are too long to be tainted by regret. Be cautious, then. Lawrence clutched his wooden staff and bowed his head as Doric left. Amelie wouldn't allow herself to stay here, not now. She couldn't reject happiness for a veil of security. His breaths came quickly as he rushed through the halls toward her rooms. She should be free to decide her own fate, whatever the risk to himself. You really won't come with me. Doric took a shuddering breath. No, I can't. Amelie stood across the room from him, arms crossed around her waist. Her face was contorted by pain, but he didn't dare cross the room to stand beside her. My place is here. She spoke as though the words came from someone else. Your place? Amelie, that is not how the world has to work. You can go wherever you choose. No, Doric, she shook her head. This is not a romance or fantasy. There are rules and limitations. I belong here. You belong where you would like to be, to have the life that you want. She closed her eyes, hugging herself tighter. No. Doric. Reese, Amelie's guard, called from the door. One moment more, Doric answered. He had only seconds to convince her. Reese had made him promise that he would leave before Calderon's guards arrived. Please come away with me. Tears flooded his eyes. What would her life be like if she stayed? The keep she had described in the capital, enclosed on all sides, able only to look out over the freedom of the water. Please, his voice broke. He wanted so much more for her, but she was afraid. Calderon's manipulations had forced her to retreat into a tiny corner of herself, and she had shut herself inside that prison once more. How could the true Amelie survive? She wouldn't meet his gaze. Doric! Reese pounded on the door. They had waited too long. The suite's entry door slammed open down the hall. Dwork rushed across the room to Amelie and wiped a tear from her cheek. What had she endured that morning already? Her lip trembled as she looked up at him. Only the slightest flicker of the fire he had seen remained. Resignation had won. Rows of heavy boots stomped down the hall. Step aside, one of the guards commanded Reese. Amelie gripped Dwork's hands. I follow the lady's commands, not yours. Two sharp blows, followed by a thud as Reese's body crumpled to the floor. She gasped and squeezed his hand tighter. Amelie, Doric whispered. The door to her room flew open and two rows of guards draped in the Amastasia black and silver filed inside. The six of them formed a semicircle around Doric. He turned away from them and back to her. Before he could speak, they seized him and penned his arms behind his back. Unsatisfied with his reaction, the one nearest Amelie wrenched Dork's arm tighter. Dork groaned as his wrist cracked. Wait, Amelie cried, hands held out toward the guards. They loosened their holds slightly, but showed no sign of obeying her otherwise. Could this be? Was she going to leave with him? Dork's heart bounded against the base of his throat. Amelie's eyes flashed at the guards. Do as I say. She threw her head back, drawing herself up to her full height. The two men released him and took a small step back. Amelie eyed them coolly and closed the space between herself and Doric. Say you're coming with me. We must say goodbye, Amelie choked out. She pulled her lips between her teeth. Doric shook his head. You can still come with me. No, she said again. Doric's last shards of hope shattered. He sniffed, clinging to this final moment before he drifted out to sea. Then take this, my Aurora. He dug the beautiful wooden box containing his mother's amulet out of his pocket. 
He had no other token of his love that he could leave with her. You will forever be in my thoughts, and if ever you need me, I will find my way back to you, no matter what. He wrapped her fingers around the amulet he had inherited from his mother, the symbol of betrothal passed from one generation of Thamirs to the next. It was forged long ago, she had told him, by an elven woman searching for her true love who had been taken from her. The amulet was born out of her desperation and her hope to find him. It carried love across the ages. Amelie closed the amulet in her hand. A tear fell down Doric's cheek. He had planned to give it to her when they could return to the courtyard. It now represented an ending rather than the beginning he had hoped for. Doric stared into her eyes. He had nothing more to tell her. The guards dragged him away to be borne back across the sea. Thank you so much for joining me for today's adventure through Aurora and the world of Azuria. If you'd like to find out more about me or my fiction, you can find me at bethballbooks.com. You can also find my books worldwide at your favorite bookstore or ask your local librarian to add them to the library catalog. To stay up to date with the world of Azuria and be the first to know about upcoming fiction projects, visit bethballbooks.com join. I would love for you to be part of my reading community, The Story Enclave, and as a special thanks to you, for a limited time, you'll receive a free ebook copy of Aurora when you sign up. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at BethBallAuthor or on Twitter at GroveGuardian, or you can email me beth at bethballbooks.com. Today's episode is sponsored by the first novel in the Age of Azuria high fantasy series, Buried Heroes, available at bethballbooks.com shop or at your favorite bookseller. If you enjoyed our time together today and would like to hear more stories set in Azuria, you can support the podcast at ko-fi.com bethball. That's ko-fi.com bethball. Happy travels, and I hope that we'll be adventuring together again soon.